0: Welcome back to the CRTP, where I bring you the play by play of my day by day as I make my way across the country. Folks, I'm gonna cut right to the chase. Today, I am feeling sick. I am feeling fatigued and tired. I have a stuffy nose, and I've got a headache that just comes and goes in waves. Uh now any time this would be unfortunate. This is especially unfortunate tonight because tonight I am coming to you from the absolutely gorgeous Alaska Basin, which is about 10,000 feet elevation and about 9.7 miles from the nearest trailhead. I tell you this right now because, well, there's a chance you might, um, be able to hear it in my voice, um, and also to try to excuse my slow talking and probable, especially bad rambling tonight, um, there's honestly a chance I might re-record this episode later when I feel better because, uh, I one of my activities while I was hiking up here was to think about, to try to think about entertaining ways to tell the stories that were happening. Um, because, you know, you gotta pass the time somehow, uh, when you're just hiking and staring at the trail. Anyway, I'm gonna try and do it now. We'll see if I re-record it later. Uh, Of course, I'm getting ahead of myself. This morning... I didn't feel sick. In fact, I didn't really feel sick until, I don't know, three or four hours ago, which is why I am here and not, you know, snuggled up uh, somewhere. Anyway, uh, this morning I was at, I'm not actually sure if I mentioned it, but uh, I found another boondocking spot on freecampsites.net. Thank you, Nolan, for suggesting that I use that site more often because it was really gorgeous and it looked like i saw a bunch of people drive by me up the road like up higher on shadow mountain and they didn't come back down i not or i didn't see them come back down so there must be even better spots up there honestly pretty good chance that if i do stay around the Teton's or for a little bit that might be my home base for a bit although i can only stay there five days anyway um really really gorgeous nice campsite um I got up, I think, about 6.30. Um, A a similar thing to last time uh, when I was trying to get the permits where I, like, woke up and then couldn't quite get back to sleep. I ended up, uh, this time, though, instead of trying to just sleep until my alarm, I just waited until a time when I woke up when I actually felt, you know, kind of refreshed and decided to just get up. And I actually felt quite good. Um, I'm wondering if maybe, well... I mean, it's possible that yesterday I was, I was sick and I didn't realize it. Um, also wondering if I, like, woke up in the middle of REM sleep uh, yesterday and that was the fatigue. I don't know, because that does qu- quite often happen to me. Anyway, uh, got up at 6.30. Um, the mosquitoes were still out, so I got up and immediately put on bug spray you know, ate breakfast, drank my coffee while constantly just walking around the campsite trying to keep, you know, a foot or two ahead of them. Um, and uh, just put, you know, just packed up and tried to set up my backpack. Um, then drove down that dirt road, drove to the visitor center so I could fill up water because there was no water at the, the boondocking place. Um, so I like filled up all my water that I needed. Uh, with some extra to leave in the car, obviously cardinal rule, Um, and then uh, drove to the trailhead, which was Death Valley Trailhead, Uh, no, Death Canyon, sorry, Death Canyon Trailhead, Um, and started hiking. I mean... Yeah, I, oh, uh, well, let's see, I, I went, I started going down the trail, and then realized that I had, I saw a sign on the side of the the path that said, um, you know, be bear aware, and I was like, yeah, I know, I know, and it was like, you know, store food properly, try not to hike in groups, oh well, Um or no, try not to hike alone, oh well, Um, carry bear spray, and I like walked past the sign, and then I went, hmm. Yeah, I forgot my bear spray in the car. So I put my pack down and ran back, got my bear spray. I also had forgotten... um, What else had I forgotten? Oh, I forget. I I had forgotten something else that I can't remember what it was now. Maybe it was the map, actually? I don't remember. Um, Anyway... There was something else I had forgotten, but I don't remember what it was. Um, and went back. There were some people doing, like, a survey at the front of the trail, and I uh, I did that. Um, and then, like, all about bear safety. And then started just hiking up. Um, and the first, I want to say, three or so miles, pretty uneventful. I mean, really nice view of Phelps Lake. There was a nice overlook there. Um, and, uh, and it like, went down for a little bit and then started going up to a pass. Um, there were some mules that passed me at one point, and then I, uh, walked by their poop later. (laughs) Um, and, yeah, fairly uneventful, and I was feeling, honestly, great. I was like, oh, this is going to be so much fun, I'm just going to kill this, this is going to be wonderful. Um, and like, uh, you know, it got harder once I started going up that pass because it was a fair amount of elevation gain, but, um, I made it up there and I passed by a cabin where the mules had stopped. Um, I did, uh, when I stopped to let them go by it, it, I'm sure that I would love it if I did something like this because it looks like you could just like hike up to the cabin with a day pack and then there's like a, you know, you could pay and have people um, bring mules up with uh, the rest of your stuff um, and then you just like stay in the cabin. I bet I would enjoy doing that. Being a backpacker and like struggling up with my super heavy pack and then like having to get to the side of the road to let them pass, it just feels like cheating. It <laughs> felt it just felt like cheating but um anyway I passed passed by that cabin um, and kept going oh uh one thing while I was going up that like you know uh, hill before I got to the cabin I could have sworn that I had been here before I it, it, past that point like I didn't remember the cabin I didn't recognize anything else, but I, like, I swear I recognized the view of the mountain as I was going, as I was, like, hiking down towards Phelps Lake before I turned off. So, Aurel, Nolan, or Bryce, if any of you were listening, did we go to the Tetons? And I just don't remember. I thought this was my first time here, but, uh, maybe, maybe we were here. I, I'm starting to wonder if, like, Because, like, I remember, uh, I remember we saw Mount Rushmore. We drove by at, we saw the Badlands, or I I assume we did, because I remember Wall Drug. I wonder if we stopped in the Tetons and did, like, a day hike to Phillips Lake or something. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, um, just, uh just a funny little side note. If anyone knows if we did do that, please let me know. Um, maybe it just looks similar to another mountain somewhere in Washington. Anyway, um, got to the cabin and kept on hiking. Um, at that point it was like really nice because, uh, it like flattened out and like, I was just like go crossing back and forth over this river. So I kept like being able to refill, you know, my hat with water (laughs) because, you know, just, water to keep myself cool, um, and uh, and then I got to a sign, I like, you know, and then I got, went up to the side of the valley a little bit, and then kept going, and then I got to a sign that said, Death Canyon Camping Zone, and I walked past it for a little bit, and then I thought, wait, is this, what? hmm, I feel like Death Canyon Camping Zone was on the way to uh, Fox Creek is it Fox Creek? I think it's Fox Creek. Um, not Alaska basin, which is where I'm supposed to be going. Um, and I, so I, uh, looked for my map, couldn't find it. I actually don't know how, because I found it once I like got to Alaska basin, but, um, spoiler alert, I get to Alaska basin. Uh, I found it. I, I don't know how I did, Couldn't find my map, but I was like, up. Oh, I can't find my map. I must have forgotten it in the car. Wow, that was dumb of me. I guess I'll just keep going because I mean, I could have to- I could have camped in Fox Creek tonight. There was no reason I I couldn't have um I didn't I don't have permits. It's just dispersed camping here in Fox Creek. So um I could have done that, but uh I did kind of want to do Alaska Basin because that was the plan. Um and apparently you get up real high. Can can vouch you do. Um and uh oh Goodness. Okay. I'm going to pause and gather my my sickly thoughts. Give me just a moment. All right. That only took about 10 seconds, and I remember where I was. Uh, I realized that I had a PDF of the map downloaded on my phone a couple steps later, Um, and so I looked at that, and uh, sure enough, I was going the wrong way. This was, uh, this felt very unfortunate. And so I started, I turned back and started walking back. I saw some people who I had passed earlier and I asked them where the junction was. And they said, Oh, yeah, remember when you passed a cabin? Yeah, it's like right there, like right in front of the cabin. Now, that cabin was, I think, about three quarters of a mile, maybe even like a mile back down the pathway. At this point, I probably should have just kept going to Fox Creek, let's be honest, but I was stubborn, and I still had energy, and I was like, oh, gosh darn it, I'm I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go back, and so I just hiked all the way back to the cabin, so probably an extra, added an extra, like, two miles to today, which, um, was extra unfortunate, as you'll see later, um, and then, uh, took and yeah, sure enough, there was a sign right in front of the cabin that I guess I just hadn't seen because I was looking at the mules, I guess. Um, that was like, yeah, Alaska, Alaska basin up this way. Um, and slash, what oh yeah. Static peak or static peak, uh, pass or something like that. Um, and so I was like, all right. Fine, we're going to do this now. Extra hiking, but I feel okay, so it's fine. Um, and uh, I started taking that path. Now, that path was a very different story from the Fox Creek path. That path does not, you know, meander through this valley, crossing a, a river, you know, every once in a while. No, no, this path says, uh, hey, see that, like, side of a hill? Yeah, we're just going straight up it. And by straight up it, I mean switchbacks just constantly. Just like to one side of the hill, switch back to the other side of the hill. Very long, but so many of them. Um, And this is where I first started to feel tired. Like, I, I think I'm in okay, just, you know, general shape. I do not think I am in good hiking shape. It started with my calves and then very quickly moved up to my hip flexors and just stayed... I mean, my hip flexors right now are just shot. Um, But they were just getting... Just hurting so much. Um, And this also wasn't helped by the fact that I... uh, was getting hungry. I had stopped for a snack, uh, along the river earlier on, but I needed lunch, um, and it was getting kind of late for lunch. If I had just gone straight up this hill, I, pr- maybe, I, you know, I'm, there were great lunch spots further up that I passed, but I, um, uh, because I, you know, wasted time going down the wrong path, um, I was getting really hungry, and it was still kind of at the bottom of the h- hill, slash, you know, a third of the way up, where there weren't really any good lunch spots. I ended up just stopping on the side of, um, just stopping on the side of the trail and then realizing that I had been pushing myself like way harder than I thought I had. I would think I was just frustrated that I had taken the wrong turn and wasted so much time and energy. Um, and I realized like, wow, I've been just like, just, you know, whipping myself to just make it up this side of a hill um but it's it was a big long hill <laughs> I mean, it was took it took hours to get up to the pass um Anyway, just, like, had lunch just, like, on a rock right next to the trail. Had a bit of a view, but not super nice. Anyway, just, like, lunch spots are supposed to be sacred. In my backpacking experience, you, like, keep going until you find the perfect one, and then you, like, enjoy it, but I didn't really do that this time because I took a wrong turn. Anyway, I kept on going up, and oh my gosh. It was just so much elevation gain. My pack was so heavy, and it just, it was so tiring. It was so, so tiring. And I just, I was like, okay, I, I'm pretty sure, because I hadn't been looking at the map closely because it was on my phone, like, okay, if I just get to the top of this, like, I am going to be in Alaska Basin. Like, I I must be, because I, I am working so hard and getting so far. Um, and in the end Uh uh-huh, um, I got to the top of that pass, and celebrated, it was, I was so happy, and then I looked to my right, and I saw a peak, and I was like, oh, that must be Static Peak, which is, like, put down on the map, I, and it was, like, and I could see a pathway up it, it wasn't actually that far, there was some clambering over rocks, and I was like, I'm, I just have to go, like, how can you see a pathway to a like, the high, uh, you know, a local maximum, if you will, the highest point in a, in a local area, and not go, so I, like, put down my pack at the top there, um, where it was flat, and climbed my way all the way up to the, to there, and I got there, and it was so pretty, and I felt so accomplished, and so happy, I mean, y'all, I, like, genuinely, teared up a little bit I like cried a couple tears because I was it was so pretty that was just like an amazing high point and I took some pictures and it just looked amazing and then I looked back and I could like kind of see where my pack was and I could see where the path was and I realized that the path did not go down on the other side of the pass no the path went up up the side of the pass in more switchbacks, oh no, not no, not more switchbacks thinking about it. it like it was went even on the side of the pass and then w- or like on the top of the pass, just so you could like see this valley, and then it went back to the other side and just kept going up in a straight line and this is where I realized that I was not at Alaska Basin. In fact, there was more trail to go, but I could see the pass that it was heading towards. It was kind of far away, and it was certainly higher, even than I was on that little peak that I uh, clambered up to. But I was like, all right, fine. My, My back hurts, my hip flexors hurt, but I can just push myself up there. And, uh, and so I did. I climbed back down from the peak, got to my backpack and kept on going on the trail. Now at this point, um, I was really, really tired. I've skipped over a lot of the beginning of the hike, but I think we were probably about, I want to say about seven miles in, maybe, maybe six, but like we were, had gained I mean, we gained about 5,000 feet in total. I think we were probably... i Actually, I don't want to tell you how much because I don't want to spoil, uh, you know, how far along we were, but... Um we had gone up very just trust me that I was very tired. You know you know that feeling, if you've ever gotten it, where like you're walking along and you're really tired and like exhausted and you kinda realize that like it, it feels a little bit like an out of body experience, where where your legs like it feels like your legs are just walking of their own accord. Like your mind has just like pushed that part away, because it can't deal with it anymore, and so your legs are just walking on their own, and your head, well, for me, it was working on every about 10 steps or so, saying to myself, you can do this, Connor, just keep going, just keep going, you got this, just keep going, one foot in front of the other. Um... Literally, all of those phrases I said to myself multiple times as i because it went out out, and i it went you know past the side of the pass and then switched back and then back and then back, and then I finally got to the side of the pass, and I see a gorgeous valley that goes all the way out to the plains that like, are like right by the Tetons, which I didn't even realize it's really, really wonderful and really pretty. Um, and I could see Jackson where I was yesterday. Um, and I saw snow, there was snow just like right up there. And I was like, "Ooh, I can put some snow in my hat. And then I looked to my left and guess what the path did, but kept switching back. It, it once again was like, all right, here's a nice view of this pass. We're gonna keep on going up. And it just kept going. Y'all, I swear this path was taunting me. Every single switchback, I would look up. And try to see where it was aiming towards, try to see the pass that I was getting to, just so I could have a goal in mind. Or if not even that, I would just look further up the hill to try to see the next switchback so I could know like I had accomplished something when I had got there. Every single time I couldn't see a pass. I couldn't see where the path was past the next switchback. it just kept going like around this rock face, this like it, it it was just like it kept going around the hill in such a way that I could not see how much further I had to go. and I I'll be honest, I was starting to lose it. I was so tired and my everything hurt at this point, just so, so tired. I, I, oh gosh, gosh, all right, give me, give me a second, I'm gonna pause again. My legs were made of lead, and the sun was magnetic, it was so hot, and then, I turn the corner into the shade and the wind starts blowing and I start freezing as the sweat evaporates off of my skin. With every single step, I can feel my energy ebbing lower and lower and I swear I think it's going to run out on the next switchback. On the next switchback. But every single time, I know that at some point, You have no choice but to keep going. At some point, I just had to keep going. And I kept going and going and going. My eyes locked to the path ahead of me, looking up at every switchback just to try to see a glimpse of where I was headed. And like it was intentional... Every single time, my view blocked by the rocks or by a tree, I just could not see where I was going and I felt like the path would go on forever until at one point I turn a corner and I see a peak. And as I keep walking, the peak... I can see the side of the peak, which curves down and curves down and keeps on curving down to what looks like a pass, and it seems like the path is headed toward that pass. And I think, oh my gosh, I am actually going to make it. I am getting there. I will get there. And then I look up at the peak, and I see people on top of the peak and I look at the curve and I see people hiking up the side of the mountain to the peak, which means that the path must go all the way up there. Y'all, I know that if I speak too dramatically it sounds like I am joking, but I Got to the end of that swishback after seeing that I collapsed on the path and put my back back and I got tears of sadness and terror this time because I did not, I could not make it to the top of that peak. I just was like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. But again, at some point, you don't have a choice because it was probably about 3.30 at this point. Maybe I could make it back to the trailhead in time, but where the heck am I going to go then? I just have to keep going. And so I sat there, and I tried to rest, and I drank some water, and I could feel pressure as I drank from my platypus that it was starting to run out and I had already drunk one and a half of my other two water bottles. And so I stood up and I kept going. And it is at this point that the path decided to be merciful. Thank goodness the path decided to be merciful merciful, because I got up to that pass. And I realized that there were two ways to go. One to the top of the peak that these, I assume, very in-shape people (laughs) decided to take. Or one that went down the other side of the path and I looked at the peak. You remember what I said earlier about how can you see a path to a peak and not take it? Yeah, I didn't take the path to that peak. I I don't think I could have made it. I really don't think, even if I had like put my pack down at the like junction, I don't think I could have made it to the peak and all, also back down here. Maybe another time, maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after that, who knows? I could not make it up that peak today. So I kept going down the pass. <laughs> And uh, discovered that we were still not in Alaska Basin. We were instead in some other basin, which is still part of Teton National Park. And here's the thing about Teton National Park. You can only camp in certain areas and you need permits to do that. This was neither a this. I didn't have permits to camp here, nor was it even a place that you were allowed to get permits to camp. And so I had to keep going. And it is at this point that the path starts going across some snowfields. Y'all, sometimes I am dumb. Sometimes I, you know, I worked so hard to be prepared for this backpacking trip i tried to make sure that i had all the right gear i i made sure that my water filter worked i did its integrity test even last night to like make sure that it worked i i bought a bunch of things i i like i bought a trowel i bought camp suds which actually weren't for this but just like I I got bear spray, for goodness sake. I got so many things to make sure that I would be prepared for this. The one thing that I didn't get is hiking boots, because I have never actually had a pair of hiking boots. Strange as though it may seem, and strange as it is to me, actually, thinking about it. Maybe I did once when I was really small and I outgrew them, and since then, I've always just hiked in tennis shoes. And it's always been fine, honestly. It's like, I guess I'm lucky that my feet do... are Like, I don't really have problems with my feet. And even now, my feet actually feel okay. But here's the thing about tennis shoes. They do not do well in snow. They really... You know, they don't like snow. They, well, they they enjoy slipping on snow, and that's just about all they enjoy doing. And I uh, looked ahead and saw many snowfields to cross. But what can you do but keep going? I knew at this point, like, I actually (laughs) checked the map. I think by this point I had found it. And uh, I checked the map, and I was like, okay... That was actually Static Pass. That was actually Static Peak. That is the highest point of the hike. It's going to be down from here on out. Thank goodness. And so I kept going. And I kept occasionally slipping on the snow. But I got past it. And then... At one point, I turned and on the next pass over, I could see two signs, and one of those signs had a very distinctive, natural-ish shape. If you know what a National Forest sign, or like entering a National Forest sign looks like, I could see the silhouette of that shape just barely on the pass over there, which meant 100%. As soon as I get over that pass, I'm allowed to camp. I'm allowed to put my stuff down, and I am allowed to find a campsite, dispersed camping, wherever I want to. I just need to get over that pass. And so I keep going, and I keep going, and then I discover right, literally, like, 200 feet, maybe, from that sign, from that sign, which was my salvation, I get to the final trial, the final snowfield. And guess what has happened to this snowfield? Well, there is a lot of wind blowing over this pass. And it, for whatever reason, maybe it's the wind, maybe it's the way the sun has, uh, is shining on it and shines on it day by day. But this, this snowfield has like gotten built up in almost a triangle shape. Like, ver- like a triangular prism on its side. And actually, at some points, at the tallest points, it is bent over a little bit. Over itself. Now, thankfully, in order to get to the sign, I don't have to deal with that bending over. But there was a pretty steep grade. It wasn't vertical, but it was past 45 degrees, I think, of snow that I had to get up. It might be worse in my imagination, but like remember I am in tennis shoes and I'm looking at a very steep snowfield and also folks, I really thought this was a popular trail to to walk and uh, a popular place to camp. I haven't seen a single soul. Actually, well, actually There were those people that I saw on the peak who later went down and walked uh, past on a trail, and I haven't seen them since. can't see anybody, haven't seen anybody where I am camping. Um, And most importantly, I could barely even see footprints in the snow from the last people who had gone through this way. Now, those footprints in the snow usually make it easier because they, you know kind of set things up and there were a couple here but it was obvious that they were at least from yesterday because it was melted over and not very helpful and so I try put my foot in one I stepped up I put my foot in the next one and I slid down just Just straight down, and you know, only two feet. But uh, whoops! So I tried again at a different spot, which actually I managed to find had you know these footprints had survived a little bit better. And so I put my foot in one, and I put my foot in the next one, and I kind of lean against the snow and like put my fingers into the snow to try to you know get some extra, try to spread my weight out more evenly. And then I take another step, and poof! Three feet this time all the way down to the bottom of the snow and I was like okay this isn't working I've got to do something more extreme and so what I started doing I walked up to a place that I don't think anybody had been working on yet so that the snow was like new and not packed in or anything and I take my right foot and I just start hacking into the snow just just hitting the snow with the side of my foot and my toe just to try to make a foothold. Takes a few seconds, takes, you know, 30 seconds, maybe even a minute, but I managed to get one that I'm like, okay, I can stand on that. Step on that, that works. Incredible. All right, same process with my left foot. Start making the next next snow foothold. Get it a little bit higher in front of me and just start hacking away. And I continue up the snowfield, like this, hacking away for probably at least a minute at a time, just hacking, just pressing, just kicking the snow to coax it into the right kind of shape. Sometimes, you know, I try to, I like test my weight on it and my foot slips, but I don't completely fall, thank goodness. And so I'm like, okay, well, that, foothold has now been smoothed over, I have to start in a new spot, so I start a little bit lower, a little bit higher, and I start making a new one, and I keep going like this, and I think about maybe seven or eight steps in, I just slip, wasn't even shifting my weight as far as I remember, I think I just went for a bit too aggressive of a kick, and I slide down probably like six or seven feet this time. Thankfully, just, you know, sliding. My hands are numb from like, you know, trying to slow myself down, but I'm fine. But I do not know how I'm going to get up this snowfield. I think this was the toughest part of the day for me. I just could not handle. I was like, what, what the heck am I going to do? Well, what I eventually did... Oh, also those people who were up on the peak, uh, they had come down and were walking along the path behind me. Pretty far behind me, but I bet they were watching me try and fail to get over this snowfield. I probably... That was just an added little bit of embarrassment to this. Anyway, I reassessed the situation and looked up, and I was like, okay... I can't go up the snow. I am going around. And so I just hiked up the side of the mountain right by the snowfield. It was a bit muddy because, of course, the snowfield is melting and letting water down this, this side. Um, and I let loose a couple rocks, unfortunately. But I ended up getting to where the snowfield ended. Curled around it. And just kept on climbing. I mean, you know, hands and feet at this point. It was fairly steep, and you're not supposed to go this way. There was no path. Um, But I got, eventually, got all the way around and got to that sign. Thank goodness. And then I looked, and I was like, oh, there aren't any campsites immediately here. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that would be the case, but I still have to hike a little bit more. So... I kept on hiking down, um, and then I I was like, all right, I should take a picture because this is actually a gorgeous view. Uh, and I press the button on my phone to make it turn on, and it doesn't turn on. Uh, it just like doesn't, you know, screen doesn't like it light up. And I go, mm, that's unfortunate. I try again, it does not light up. That's really weird because I just took a picture of this sign because I was so triumphant. That was like five minutes ago, but it's just not lighting up and so I try holding down the button to like force quit it hold it down so long that I'm sure it must have shut off and so then I let it go of it wait a few seconds try again and hold it down so that it would turn on and nothing happens and this is really really unfortunate well you might be wondering what I am recording this on right now it's my phone for whatever reason it just had stopped doing auto brightness it was just locked to the lowest brightness. I don't know why. Auto brightness was on, but it just and I was mean it was in direct sunlight at that point. It anyway, that was just like after all of this and I wasn't gonna have my phone. That was just that just felt brutal. Anyway, I found a campsite finally, like right next to a stream filled up my water filter and and cuz I was out of water at this point um and uh started filling up all of my various receptacles um the people that who were up on the peak they you know walked by and wa- kept walking along the path and I have no idea where they are now I don't even know if they camped in Alaska basin maybe they had reservations somewhere further up um anyway uh I did that um and then realized, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to hi- to camp within a hundred feet of a stream. I need to find a better campsite. Y'all, it was so hard to get that pack back onto my back. Like, just my every, just everything hurt at that point. My waist from where the the waist strap had been, my shoulders, my neck, the the you know, my lower back, my hip flexors, I mean, I must have been carrying, like, too heavy a pack, or maybe the pack is, like, badly adjusted for me, I think that's actually a possibility, because, like, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't destroy your lower back the way that it was destroying mine, I don't know, maybe I just need to reaffirm, like, reapply myself to the Goklay method, but anyway, I got my pack on and I found what looked like a perfect spot and I put down my pack and sat down for a moment and then realized, oh my god, there are a thousand bugs here. It was sheltered from the wind, but it was so sheltered from the wind that the wind wasn't blowing away bugs anymore. So, I found another spot far away from lakes and streams, a little bit sheltered from the wind, like enough that it wasn't blowing hard, but... Uh, um. sheltered enough that it wasn't blowing hard, but there was still enough wind to to make the bugs less bad. Um, And it was at this point that I was like, okay, I feel feel terrible. Like, my head hurts. I just feel so tired. My stomach is stuffy. My stomach is stuffy. My nose is stuffy. I must be, I mean, I must be dehydrated and hungry and fatigued because I just pardon my French, but I just put my body through some shit. I mean, it was, it was, you know, a 9.7 mile hike with, I'm not kidding, 5,000 feet of elevation gain. Um, and I am not in hiking shape. It was tough. It was so hard to get up here. Um, uh, and so I found the camping spot I was just moving so slowly and I was like, okay, I got to just drink a bunch of water and I got to make dinner and i made dinner i i um kept uh i <laughs> I don't know what they think one serving is on those, like, freeze-dried packets. I was like, I remember eating more than one serving, even when we, like, shared them, like, piece by piece as a family, and so I brought, you know, a single two-serving pack for each night. Yeah, thank goodness I ate that whole two-serving pack and then also had some beef jerky and was still, like, a little bit hungry, um, until I had snacked later. So, like, I don't know what they think one serving is, but it is not a serving for me. Um anyway, I did that um and I was still feeling shitty. And uh I think that pretty much brings us to here. I kind of just did, you know, the camping stuff. Set up my tent. Um and and you know, ate dinner. Uh I normally I would want to, because I had some time, um, I, even after I'd done all that, normally I would want to just explore, try to find the best views, try to get on top of adjacent hills. I just couldn't, I was felt so, just trash, just so bad. Um, and I eventually, you know, I, I, and also I drank so much water y'all. I drank another, like I drank four, yeah, four liters, maybe a little bit less than four liters. Cause one water bottle I don't think is one entire liter, but I drank four liters on the way up here and then drank another, probably about three, maybe two and a half once I got here. Um, and I've still, I've got a water bottle right next to me right now and I've still been drinking from it. I don't think it's dehydration. Um, I even, like, I, I refilled my stuff again, which, thank goodness, that water filter, when it doesn't have a kink in it, it works so well. Like, it's fast. it It's so nice. Um, thank goodness. Because that, that was actually something I was worried about. I was like, if that is super slow or doesn't work, I'm going to have to ask other people. And then once I realized that there weren't other people uh, camping around here like i think i think part of it is i realized that alaska basin is bigger than i thought like it's there's like a triangle of trails that go around it and each side of that triangle is at least a mile so like it's big and i'm just like up you know pretty near to where i entered because i couldn't hike much further um so maybe there are other people in alaska basin but i haven't seen anyone um and honestly i think i would be excited about that normally, and I think that that, you know, because I figured everything out, and I didn't, you know, so far I haven't had to ask anybody for anything, like, everything I've had has worked, like, I think I would normally be pretty excited about that, and, like, just, like, pure solitude, I do like, but I like it when I feel good, and right now, I don't feel great. I've actually, I feel better than I did when I started recording this, but I still just feel... I mean, I mean, it's getting cold now because the sun is like down. I'm recording this. Oh, it's so pretty. Oh, anyway, I guess that really just brings me to my current conflict because, well, as I was hiking up, I was like, oh, I actually have two options. I could continue on to Fox Creek, or because my backpack is hurting my back so much, I could leave my stuff, you know, my tent and stuff, set up here in Alaska Basin, and just do, like, a day hike up towards the more popular hikes, like, up towards Cascade Canyon. I don't think I could get all the way there, because that would be a full, like, 10 miles, and I think some more elevation gain, probably. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I could, but I could just, you know, hike and just see how far I could get, um, which would be fun. Um, or option three that I haven't, hadn't really considered until I realized that I was feeling sick, is I could just hike back out tomorrow. And I think probably... I don't know. My legs and everything feel feels better right now, but I don't love the idea of two more days with a heavy pack on my back, given how bad it made me feel today. Um, although, I mean, I think I'm pretty much at the highest point. Like, Fox Creek, Like I think it would be down and up, but I... I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be, like, I think Fox Creek is lower than, uh, elevation than where I am now, so, like, I'm not gonna have to climb up a bunch again, thank goodness, um, but, like, a day hike does appeal, um, and then I was even thinking, like, maybe then I could day hike, and then on the way out, I could go up that static peak, um, I could, you know, just, like, hike back up there, put down my pack, get up to the peak, and come back down. Because, you know, or, or, or yeah, or final option, if I feel as bad when I wake up tomorrow morning as I did most of this evening, I think I gotta just hike back out. I mean, you know, thank goodness I would be losing 5,000 feet of elevation gain rather than gaining it, so I think I could, you know, I think I could make it. I think I would be fine. Um, It maybe wouldn't be fun if I was feeling that shitty. But, anyway, not, not, not an optimum first backpacking experience. Um, Yeah, I don't know, I... An hour ago, I was sure that I would be hiking out tomorrow. Right now, I feel better. My headache is, is I don't know, it's either better a little bit. I mean, it's still there, but it's a little bit better. Or maybe it's just between waves, because it has kind of been coming in waves. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't quite know what I'm going to do. There is a piece of me that just feels like maybe this was just a one night. I, and like that would be okay. like this is a gorgeous this is really a gorgeous place i I haven't been able to appreciate it as much as I want to because it's harder to appreciate something like this when you're so when you feel so bad. but I don't know, like just right now, just like pastel, literally just a pastel rainbow of the last vestiges of sunset and then i look up and i just see the big dipper right in front of me and just like already more stars than i can normally see and the sun isn't even fully down yet i think i gotta make myself stay up late enough to just do a little bit of stargazing and i mean i feel better right now so maybe maybe i'll be able to anyway it is really gorgeous And I bet in the morning, too, like, the sun is setting um, in the direction of, like, the best view all the way down this basin and valleys and all this gorgeous stuff. Um, And so, uh, I couldn't really look at it directly because the sun was setting right behind it. But in the morning, the sun is going to be shining on it. I think it's just going to be gorgeous. So, yeah. I, I don't know. The... I think there is a real definite possibility that, I mean, if I feel sick tomorrow, given that it got worse over the course of the day today, I don't know if I want to risk the same kind of thing happening tomorrow evening. So if I feel sick tomorrow, I think I might just enjoy this and head back out the way I came. And maybe, you know, if I feel really bad, maybe I'll just splurge on a hotel in Jackson for a night. And if I keep feeling bad, well, I've got <laughs> if I if I feel sick tomorrow, I'll have enough bridges to cross without uh thinking about that bridge. So, I'm not going to worry about that right now. But anyway, a lot of work, a lot of exercise for What ended up being not, I mean, a really absolutely gorgeous place. I mean, I can't stress enough, just so pretty and wonderful, but I just wish I felt better. I just wish I felt better. I think this just, I mean, if nothing else, this just means I gotta stay around the Tetons and try again later on. Maybe I can figure out how to somehow score permits for that Paintbrush Canyon to Cascade Canyon loop that everyone rants and raves about. Maybe. Anyway. As I look up at the W that is Cassiopeia that we also all know stands for Walsh, this is me signing off. Oh my god, I've been talking for an hour. I'm so sorry y'all I guess I had a lot of stories today and i don't i don't know how much I rambled anyway geez, I'm sorry if anyone listened to the end of this thank you i really <laughs> really appreciate it because uh that was a lot of rambling all right signing off